welcome to our episode on life as a house and not uh king richard because uh it bombed no one watched it there's no discourse about it who needs it right it's because Dave? it's well there's certainly discourse about it there is oh, really? there is that oh tell me oh, what, yeah. what is, what's twitter saying about king richard because i well, know they're not talking about basically, life as a house Basically, it's a bunch of white women uh, saying, like, why would we put a man at the forefront of a story about Serena and Venus Williams? And then people responded with, uh, they they produced it. Um, this was their choice. They, they put the father at the forefront. Yeah, exactly. And also, if you watch this movie. What's going on? Everybody okay? They got a call. Said there was trouble in the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you all need to look around. It's a little wet for practice, don't you think? Don't the girls have schoolwork to do? They do their homework. Tundi's first in her class. Lynn and Isha are too. Now I don't even mind you saying we hard on these kids. You know why? Because we are. That's our job, to keep them off these streets. You want to check on the kids? Let's check on the kids. We got future doctors and lawyers, plus a couple tennis stars in this house. The chances of achieving the kind of success that you're talking about is just very, very unlikely. Okay, you're making a mistake, but I'm gonna let you make it. Watch me hit a few balls. All right. So tell me your names again. I'm Venus. I'm Serena. So what'd you think? I wrote me a 78-page plan for their whole career before they was even born. Yeah, baby, yeah! <laughs> These girls are so great, how come I've never heard of them? They're from Compton. It's okay. They're just not used to seeing good-looking peoples like us. She's nervous. Take a step up. Maybe she ought to take a few more steps up. Just get someplace safe. I think you might just have the next Michael Jordan. Oh, no, brother man. I got me the next, too. This next step you got to take. You're not going to just be representing you. You're going to be representing every little black girl on earth. They're not going to let you doubt. How could you? This world ain't never had no respect for Richard Williams, but they're going to respect y'all. You don't walk out there with your head up. You are a champion, and the whole world knows it. The most dangerous creature on this whole earth. It's a woman who know how to think. Yes, Daddy. Ain't nothing she can't do. You gonna show them how dangerous you are? Venus and Serena gonna shake up this world. Venus Williams, who is your best friend? You, Daddy. Serena Williams, who is your best friend? Venus. Then you. Then you. After Venus. Yes, it is called King Richard. But, like, the last hour of the movie is literally about how he needs to let these girls make decisions for themselves. That's, like, the whole point. Like, you clearly didn't watch the movie. You clearly just saw the title and were like, this is this is you sexism. You don't have to do that to tweet <laughs> Dave. You know that. Uh, yeah, get that's those, true. Get those likes and uh, whatever they uh, – are they doing fleets anymore? Is that uh, still no, they that's gone. That's gone. <laughs> fleets are gone. Now we have spaces where you can uh, record yourself talking and other people can join. Who would do that? I've uh, never – I don't nah, – Record yourself talking sounds like a terrible idea, <laughs> Mike. I definitely don't want people joining in. I know that. Uh, <laughs> You have to have the right background. I still have the hunger behind me, Susan Sarandon. It's very nice. That's right. 
Um, so King Richard has a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, which um, intrigued me because I... I didn't know which way this could go. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a sports mm-hmm. movie, uh, and those mm-hmm. have sort of a particular pattern to them. Uh, I was looking forward to it because it was coming to HBO Max, so it was easy mm-hmm. to dip in and out. Like, oh, if need be, I did not. Although it did take me about four hours to watch this, like two and a half hour movie, but that was mainly because of my dog. Um, yeah, so well. in the prior episode, we talked about my reluctance to go support HBO Max Ventures <laughs> in the theater, even when I just have to swipe my Regal account card. Um, we did have a conversation, my wife and I, where I'm like, you know, if we would just want to watch something like all the way through, we probably do have to leave the house. Like even if it's a streaming option. Yeah. And, uh, I did entertain the notion of doing that, Dave, because about 25 minutes into it, I was thinking, I'm really enjoying this. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect to hate it. I didn't expect to love this. I thought this would just be sort of middle, middle, middle of the road, road. fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know much about Venus or Serena Williams, as far as I'm. I'm not like an avid tennis watcher, other than mm. uh, spoiler alert uh, for the film. Uh, they went on to become incredibly successful uh, at their chosen sport and their craft. So I knew that, but as far as the family backstory. Mm. No, interesting. Really. So wait, so you had some insight. I had, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a, I really like this movie, but it was a very strange experience. Uh, it's one of those, it's one of those moments and they're happening more and more often <laughs> is where I'm like, man, I am really old. Um, because it's very strange to see a sports biopic about, about athletes that I'm like, oh yeah, I, I remember this vividly. Like I was in high school when this, this was happening. Yeah, right absolutely. There it's not on the courts right. with Venus and Serena. That's right in Compton. Yes, that's <laughs> where I was. Yes, um, but so I know all the beats, right? I, I remember seeing all the news stories about Richard Williams that were tinged with, like, let's face it, pretty blatant racism. Like, if a white father had done the same things that he did, I don't think anyone would have had the negative reactions to him um, that they did. So I, you know, so so strange to like see Will Smith embody. A person who I had seen on television, like who had seen on SportsCenter and all that good stuff. So, but I felt like they did a really good job with it. And I feel like Will Smith is great, but I don't feel like he's the best performance in the movie. Um, uh, I Hopefully I don't like butcher her name, but Anjanou Ellis, who plays the mom in this, I think is tremendous. I, I kind of wish there's a, there's a sequence between her and Will Smith in a kitchen late in the movie, which to me is the best scene in the movie. But it almost seems like unconnected um, mm. to everything else. Like you don't really have that background that they're delivering in that scene. And I kind of wish that you had that. Um, but that aside, like it's a great, it's like just in a, in a bubble is just like one of the best scenes I've seen all year. Like just, I would absolutely just watch that. And the the girls that they cast in it are really good. Like it's just, it's an enjoyable movie. I, I find it interesting that you got like first 25 minutes. You're like, I'm really enjoying this. Cause I feel like the... The first 45 minutes and the last 45 minutes have pacing issues, but the middle the middle section just, like, flies by, and it's great. Um, but overall, like, a much better movie than I expected it to be. I did not expect to really like this. Like, I thought it would be a standard sports biopic, and I would kind of tune out, and they would paint Richard in this way where it's like, oh, he was the perfect father. And they you get to see his foibles. Like, you get to see the good and the bad. I heard a lot of reviewers saying, like, oh, they made him too likable. And I was like, did they? There are moments mm, in this not where really. he is very unlikable. Like, to his family. Like, he literally drives off, leaves his daughters at the store until his wife yells at him. This is not a likable dude. 
So I thought they That's did a funny. good job of balancing that. I'd rather walk home uh, than be <laughs> yeah, threatened be with... Be in the bus. <laughs> well, I was going to say be threatened with, uh, hey, we're going to watch Cinderella, uh, the Disney <laughs> cartoon, back to back. Like, okay, you didn't get the message first time. Hit, Go to your room. Rewind. around. Play it again. <laughs> again. Like, you know, God bless. Uh, that, that was just, that was like nightmarish right there, that, that entire sequence for me. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing one of the reviews, like I'll probably put in the show notes here, uh, Splat. Uh, it's only actually the only Splat on the main page of Rotten Tomatoes, which, uh, unlike Odd Man Out, uh, this box office catastrophe uh, people have actually seen, apparently. 173 <laughs> <laughs> reviews yes. um, from Allegra Frank uh, on Slate. Uh, Venus and Serena Williams are the names we rightly remember, but King Richard remains fixated on the male bravado that pushed for them to get their names out there in the first place. Um, I don't think a movie about Venus or Serena Williams uh, dominating their sport is really that interesting. Like, no. Actually, so when you were saying, you know, the first 45 minutes and the last, there's pacing issues, I definitely started to zone out. <laughs> this makes me sound terrible when it became more focused on uh, the young woman uh, because that sort of like dot, 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 we already know it's already been written. Right. So I am far more interested in the buildup as far as, cause I'm always fascinated by, um, I don't know if you feel the same way. So I was watching, uh, Romeo and Juliet, uh, for sober cinema, uh, this weekend. And it always probably unfairly pains me when, uh, an athlete, an actor, someone I admire, like has been programmed for that since birth. And it's like, mm-hmm. You know, DiCaprio was a child actor, um, you know, at the age of like four or something. Ryan Gosling, the same way. And mm-hmm. it always, it's like it negates a little bit of their performances right. for me when I feel like your whole life, this is the red carpet that's been laid out for you. Now, you still have to execute it, but sure, it just sure. feels like it's too political. Like, if you had the right connections to get in then you'll be rich, famous, and win Oscars because it was anointed to you, like the royal family. Mm-hmm. Like, at birth, you get to be an A-list actor. And I'm like, great. Right. Uh, I hate you now. Uh, I don't <laughs> feel that way with Venus and Serena, even though their story is probably not dissimilar from, like, a Tiger Woods, like, where a uh, similar thing where it's, like, maybe slightly overbearing like sort of like stage motherish kind of syndrome is kind of the, right. the reports that you would you would see um but i i find that the uh the build up here and the dedication to working on the craftsmanship of it especially when you're talking about two a young woman who for this sport uh, there would be no expectation. There would be no red carpet rolled out for them to get this opportunity. Right. So I find all that stuff fascinating. Them actually being successful, I don't know what the arc is. This is the arc for right. me. Right. I mean, it would be like it would be like if you made a movie about the life of Michael Jordan. Like you're like, oh, did he succeed? Like, yeah, we know we know who Serena Williams is. Pretty much known now as the greatest tennis player to ever live, male or female. Like that's just it is. So like. 
showing her win, you know, 19 grand slams or whatever the fuck. Like, I don't, I don't need that. We, we know that. I think it would already. be Entourage, the HBO series. If you're, if you're showing yeah. them in the midst of their success, it's like they're. Look at this successful thing they did this week. <laughs> it's probably yeah, like yeah. the only drama there is with the hangers ons and all of the publicity right. tour bullshit they put up with, mm-hmm. not the actual tennis itself. So in some strange way, this is more about tennis than I feel like the just tennis movie of them playing tennis repeatedly and winning is because it's mm-hmm. there is a chance of failure only at this point in their life when they right. are going to be challenged by, you know, I guess the establishment in a way. Uh, also, right. um, we don't get uh, as many fart gags as we should anymore. And there's a, there's one really good there, one. Though. If there is an Oscar <laughs> clip, I hope it, if, if Will Smith gets nominated, the is the fart scene where he ends a meeting with these jackasses uh, with a loud fart. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. And one thing I will say for Will Smith, this is hard for someone like Will Smith because he's such a movie star. But like, I think five or ten minutes into the movie, I just kind of forgot. It was Will Smith. Like, he does such a good job with the voice and the physicality of Richard Williams that you're just like, okay, like, here we are. And it's so interesting that this movie tanked because this is the most crowded theater I've been in since the pandemic. Like, it was packed. Did it get a, a large screen or, or no? Did it? Uh... It was on two screens. Okay. At Regal. It was on two different screens. Yeah. And it was one of the bigger theaters. And it was like, I think uh, Tessa and I were like one of maybe four white people in the audience. It was like a majority black audience. So he's still, he's, Will Smith is still pulling. So you're saying. So that was nice to see. Apparently the coastal elites have no time for this, but here in Kentucky. Yeah. The crowd will come out for an old fashioned family melodrama. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I was very surprised by that. Yeah, because I, you know, I didn't think this was going to be some monster hit because these type of movies just aren't uh, anymore. I, I don't remember the last just sort of, you know, not adult drama like it's uh, <laughs> like it's uh, closer with Jude Law and Julie Roberts. Not like adult <laughs> content, like you know, don't keep the right, kids away, right. but just something that's not, uh, you know, this is not Disney's The Rookie. With Dennis Quaid, and there's a uh, <laughs> right, there's like right, Kurt right. Warner movie that it, it feels like it's oh god that looks awful. Is it made by like Jesus. a Christian film studio. Yeah, it, it has that look. Yeah. It has that that sort of cheap. Yeah, aesthetic. it looks like garbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christians don't seem to have much taste when it comes to the the arts, and you can you can tell. Uh, Anna Paquin also has one of the most horrendous Ooh. haircuts. Uh, I mean, that is maybe awful. it's period accurate like, to Kurt Warner's fire, life. I mean, it it is. Um, but fire your agent. Like, what do you? What are you doing? Did we do, need do to be totally accurate to Kurt Warner's no. wife? The, I don't know. No. Uh, that Maybe will, she produced That it. will not That's... be on off-screen death is what I'm saying. No. Whatever the, the no. Kurt Warner – is it like underdog or – you know? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, terrible. So, um, yeah, King Richard, I was looking uh, at uh, Scott Mendelson's box office reports and he was very high on King Richard, uh, not financially, but he had like a review that came out early last week saying, you know, he hopes Will Smith wins an Oscar for it. And it's like he was also surprised how much good. he enjoyed it. Uh, and then his box office little earnings reports are, mm-hmm. uh, this is an outright disaster. And this may, you know, because Oscars, uh, as much as they're supposed to put a shine on things uh, that people haven't seen, uh, if, you, Money if, matters, if you get the baby. whiff of failure on it, um, yeah, it may be a swing and a miss, yeah. which is unfortunate for, for Smith. But he also pointed out in that article that in 2006, the pursuit of ha- happiness made over $100 million domestic. And I was like, whoa, Jesus. we are uh, – Times have changed. We're in a different world now, sir. Do you think this would have made a decent amount of money? Like, not 
you know, pursuit of happiness right. money, but like a decent amount of money if this doesn't get day and date released on HBO Max. I don't know if that's mattered as much because, you know, mm. Dune, I think, has just passed 100 million domestically, which there yeah. may have been a small dent, but it's certainly not like this thing may cap out at like 15 or something. Oof. And so yeah. I, 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 you know, if you asked me a year ago, hey, uh, COVID has delayed Will Smith uh, as the father of the Williams sisters, uh, and then they're going to try uh, take another swing at Dune, uh, this big sci-fi epic uh, with the, the boyfriend of uh, Lady Bird. I would have been like, oh yeah, Will Smith. Obviously, that's that's a safer bet. Um, right. So I, you know, yeah, I'm sure it it had some. You know, obviously, I didn't give them the regal swipe, but uh, I feel like the stuff that has succeeded um, doesn't really matter. Halloween destroyed at the box office and you could spend five bucks on peacock uh maybe that speaks yeah. more to peacock that people don't even know what it is that they they pay more well, i mean, to go I to mean peacock like i was like oh I'll watch it on peacock and then i realized i had to pay for it and i was like no i'm not doing that <laughs> you went to the theater <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah i think i did actually because i you know i've already paid for my subscription so why should i give you another five bucks fuck off Get, You're not HBO. You're bucks. TV, Peacock. I gave him five <laughs> bucks, but I subscribed through Apple, which, you know, I, I have Apple devices surrounding me. But when yes. it comes to subscriptions, uh, you only have to cancel through Apple if you subscribe through them. You don't yeah, have that's to true. talk to anybody. You don't have to get on yep. the phone. So if I subscribe to something you like that. You just go on your phone, subscriptions, delete. Done. Yeah, I subscribe, <laughs> and then I instantly unsubscribe, and that way I don't have to remember. Like, it just gives me the 30 right. days. Uh, so yeah, Peacock got, it was a $5 rental is what they got out yeah. of me for Halloween kills. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where, uh, King Richard will go from here. Uh, as we talked on last episode, I hate that Belfast was anointed as like yeah. Oscar front runner. And this is much better. It's much better. much better. Um, it's, it's a look at a particular, um, economic background that, uh, you know, I think the worst thing you can say about that is the probably the only reason we have a big uh star led performance looking at that is because the ending is going to lead to vast wealth and success and right right you know it, it would be nice if you just looked at the ones who don't become um these these great uh success stories sure. but you know take i guess we'll take what we can get as far as like yeah. lower you know middle class black families um you know, I'd, I'd like to see more of that. Uh, but it has to be Will Smith or Denzel. You know, fences. Yeah, doesn't are, doesn't come around the that only often. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so yeah. anyway, uh, for my selection to pair with this, I went with an <laughs> upper <laughs> middle class white family uh, yes. who is sitting on uh, property that I can't even imagine what it's worth, uh, as it's facing oh, the ocean, uh, hanging off a cliff. Uh, but in fairness, film Twitter. Kevin Klein is dying. So he only gets to be right. moderately, um, I say moderately wealthy as far as his net assets, probably not what he actually has in the bank, uh, because he is yes. dying of cancer. So this should please you, Twitter. The white man <laughs> is going to die, and Hayden Christensen will learn the lesson to take out his piercings and take off his makeup. Yeah. It's a very breakfast club moment for Hayden Christensen. George, come on and have a seat. How's your wife? When we divorced, she was very, very angry. You are inconsiderate and absolutely devoid of emotion. You're the most beautiful woman I have ever known. What? She married. What was he? He buys and sells the world. Go give your dad a hug. Are your hands clean? Right. And your son? 
possible. I'll hate you for the rest of my life. Think of it as a family tradition. George, we're letting you go. Been here 20 years. Still home. You're right. I'm gonna tear down the shack and build the house. You've been saying that for 20 years. I want Sam for the summer. I'm not going. George. Sam is spending the summer with me. He can hate me. You can hate me. That's it. Can I hate you too? You can do anything you want. You live in a garage and I'll take a shower in the middle of the yard. Come over to my house whenever you want. Finally tearing down this pile of junk. Oh, hey, George. Guess how many low-income apartments the city approved for this lot? Could you hand me a towel? I'm getting out. Why are you so tight? I'm coming in. I was here six years, and I only hated two. Which two? First, because I wasn't sure you really loved me, and the last, because I wasn't sure I really loved you. Finally going to build something I can be proud to give you. Build this house with me. You're wrong about that first year. I've been wrong a lot in my life. How do you become something that you're not? What are you now? I'm nothing. The thing about me being the most beautiful person, what was that? I need to know. You were trying to get me to like you? I was trying to get you to love me. Change can be so slow that you don't know that your life is better or worse until it is. It happened to me. Life as a house. The very Ali Sheedy in Breakfast Club moment. If you're going to be I went with pulp. a good son. I went with Pulp Fiction. The uh, John Travolta mm. line, Eric Stoltz, when he says, uh, you know. with all the shit in her yeah. face. No, <laughs> it's Trudy, my wife. Uh, I think it's Trudy. But yeah, I just remember her character uh, the one with all the shit on her face. Um, actually, my wife is guilty of that. Like when Hayden Christensen, I guess when it's like first revealed, uh, when he has everything off, she's like, oh, he's you know, a handsome young man. When he takes all that shit That's off. good looking. And I'm mm-hmm. like, don't say that out loud. Let him be who he wants to be. Don't, you know. That's right. Does he, does he keep the blue streak in his hair the entire time, though? He does. Yeah, yeah. It's got to have that one little... For me, that was actually the worst bit. part. Because it's like a... <laughs> it, it looks like a skunk or something. It's like the streak down yeah, the middle. Yeah, a little bit. Didn't care for it. Uh, this is one I saw theatrically, Dave. Unlike King Richard. Way back in 2001, I uh, saw it wow. at a now-closed movie theater that I think is a brewery uh, that you've been to uh, close to me. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I didn't have high expectations for it then. It didn't look like something I would be interested in at the time. But I kind of dug it. And can you take one guess? There's really one big thing that stuck out to me and is defining about this film. Uh, is it the cum shot in the shower? Is that, yeah. Or is it uh, the older woman, younger you're, you're man subplot? Compassing everything, where it's like there's so <laughs> much sex going on. It's a lot of sex <laughs> in this movie. A, uh, I forgot that it was R-rated, but uh, yeah, I guess it kind of has to be because there's a lot of uh, uh, criminal it's sex like, taking place. Yeah, you know, teenagers, I mean, there's and, like yeah, um, gay prostitution. I mean, it's there's a lot. <laughs> I I'm gonna have a. Uh, uh, by the way, I love that that turns into a bit by the end of the movie. Like that, just, we need that we're later. Solve our, thank God he was a prostitute for five minutes because it's going to solve yeah, all our Hayden problems. Hayden Christensen gets his pretty woman moment of you know you made yes, you made the huge yes. mistake here you know huge you know getting huge. Um, <laughs> I, here's my hot take on this: forty-seven percent uh, from Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't think it was well received at the time. 
Uh, it's not grown in estimation. I was frustrated this weekend because I was trying to make a copy. I was trying to rip the DVD. Uh, my co-host on Trilogy in Theory uh, grant, uh, gifted me. Uh, the software gave me his registration code. It doesn't work. It works one time. Uh, so he got a copy of uh, Tower Heist, the Brett Ratner joint that's uh, coming to you for Thanksgiving. Another classic. Trilogy in Theory. <laughs> But I could not get it to work adequately, uh, but you said you actually paid for the privilege of seeing Life as a House, which means that much like our downloads, someone who's mining, <laughs> finding the Life as a House digital store, hey, we got one. It's been, it's been, we got it's one. been seven years. <laughs> There's a digital <laughs> rental of this movie. Uh, total box office gross $15.6 million, so King Richard territory back in uh, October 2001. Um, the biggest... Hot take and give is this is a much better American Beauty for me than American Beauty itself. Oh, okay. And it is so – you wow. can tell it, it was only greenlit because of the success of American Beauty. And they're like, we totally. can do that again with another uh, sort of vanilla uh, white guy and have him go through this – uh, I guess not midlife crisis, but if you think about American Beauty, it's in life crisis <laughs> for both of them. He just doesn't know this it. This guy at least knows it. Um, <laughs> this guy knows it. Yes. Uh, which one do you find more morally reprehensible? Because like, uh, there's like a scene here where his son, in kind of an interesting way, actually holds that against him. That's like, you made this step to uh, reconnect mm -hmm. with me, but now I find out it's only because you're dying. And it sort of negates right. the sort of genuineness of this, this summer we've spent together spent together building this house uh i always like that I, there's there are some moments where it's like sickly sweet but there's also other times where they allow the uh transgressions of the characters to be suitably awkward right which i don't think you often see these type of movies yeah no i think i think um american beauty is much more reprehensible morally i don't think <laughs> I mean, it's i don't think it's even close the lead i mean actor also has not helped yeah that doesn't help <laughs> that does not help yeah, it's this is a movie I also saw in the theaters. Oh um, wow! Because I am a mark for Kevin Klein. Like I'll watch Kevin Klein in anything. I will watch Wild Hogs. I don't. I don't care as long as Jesus. as long as Kevin Klein is in it. Okay, I will watch it. I'm not saying that's good, but I don't feel I as bad now because one, you'd already seen it, but <laughs> since you are willing to travel with him on his wild hog, <laughs> then yes, uh, this is not a bridge too far. Then for life, as a it house. is not. Okay. No. And I, I think the thing I remember about it is because this came out, this come out before um, the Star Wars thing, after right? after he was already announced, and uh, I think he right. filmed this right. after Attack of the Clones, but it came out the uh, fall okay. before, yes, two thousand one. Okay, I remember this being a reason I was excited uh, to see him as Anakin Skywalker, um, and that didn't work out so well but uh, but i think he's really good here like there are definitely mm. moments of like oh you are a you're kind of a kid and it's like it's very over dramatic and very over the top but i think it works with the kind of teenager character with all the things that he's going through like i that scene you're talking about where he kind of calls his dad out about this i love that scene i think it's really good i think that that moment of like i'm angry that i love you you look like shit lately you know you're looking better than ever. You know, I don't think Mom cares that much that Peter left. She seemed upset. What's wrong with your back? I mean, 
you have to have surgery on it or what? Because those pills that you're taking are for a lot of pain. And you seem to be going through them pretty quick, that's all. You're not still taking any, are you? No. No, but I count them. In a sock isn't exactly new, you know. I'm having a problem with cancer. I don't know. Um, I don't know what that means. What kind of a problem? The kind where there isn't any answer. I still don't know what it means. Sam, I wanted us to, you know, spend a few months together here. Sometimes things happen for a reason, you know, something bad to force something good. So you're dying. And you told mom today. Fuck you. Okay? Fuck you. You knew you were dying from the start? Well, we're all dying from the start. I just got moved to the head of the line. But you lied to me. I would have lied to myself if I thought I'd believe it. So this whole thing, this whole summer having me here was for your sake. You selfish fuck. Having me here trying to get me to like you? No, Sam. I wasn't trying to get you to like me. I was trying to get you to love me. Well, congratulations. Because you fucking pulled it off. I'm angry. Now we finally have a connection and you're going to be dead. Where does that leave me? I thought that was really lovely. I think that worked. I think the only thing that doesn't really work for me in this movie is the very end. That, like, out of nowhere, there's this, like, oh, by the way, my dad almost killed the girl, so we're going to give her a house. Like, it's very, like, I mean, it makes sense with the grandfather character, that we, what we know about him. But it does seem like we got to find a nice way to wrap this up because this kid still is a rich kid. You know, he's got his own place. He doesn't need this. So, like, we, we're not just going to build him a seaside home it's not and as let him live there. aspirational like, for... Uh... A rich kid to get a smaller vacation plot near the beach from right, his right. huge house that he lives in currently. Yes, I, I, I think it's just it's just one attempt at inspiration too far for me. Yeah, um, I agree. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I don't know. I mean, I uh, I am often kind of a, a class warrior on these podcasts. I mean, even mm-hmm. in our conversation with King Richard, I'm like Ryan Gosling, uh, an actor I like. Oh, he's been successful since he was born. Fuck you. Then go to hell. Like <laughs> I don't need crazy, stupid love in my life anymore. <laughs> uh, I actually do. I'll probably rewatch it soon, as I uh, often do. But um, I, you know, 
I can still sympathize with this character, Sam, played by Hayden Christensen, because he just lost his dad. So right. for me, yeah. him getting to live his adult life, uh, remembering fondly his father, as opposed to Kevin Klein's character, who has lived in this broken down place that all he remembers is abuse and trauma and his father right. uh, killing his mom and another uh, young girl's mom uh, because of his lack of care of anyone but himself. Uh, right. I, I find that to be a, a sufficient enough ending that it's now like a place of love and warmth as opposed to right. this right. dark place that represents like the worst of the family. But I don't trust, you know, the, the filmmaker I think is a producer, uh, Erwin Winkler. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's made, uh, two much beloved films, uh, in this household. Um, if I have it right. Yes. Sandra Bullock and the net. Which is a guilty pleasure for me. Um, Pizza.com, baby. Let's go. I, I have such fun with it. Um, I cannot say the same for The Lovely. Uh, at, Ugh, at first, that's a rough one. At that's first sight one. with Val Kilmer and Mira Servino, I've seen once, but don't really have much memory of. And then his last directing credit is Home of the Brave in 2006, which, uh, yeah, Samuel Jackson, Jessica Biel in a war movie. Oh, boy. Ooh, yeah. it's about so this PTSD is his best movie. Too. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, or, you know, I would accept the net. I'll accept that as an alternative. <laughs> um, it's probably more fitting for Mr. Winkler, like just a trashy yeah. thriller than this. Uh, yeah. I do have a splat that I feel like probably sums up, I would say, both of our feelings, especially you as a big uh, Kevin Klein fan. Uh, this one is from February 8th, 2003, so I don't know, um, you know, that's, that's old enough, but obviously not concurrent uh, with the time of release. Uh, from Film Quips Online, uh, John McEwen, Splat. Thank goodness there are actors capable of delivering performances better than the scripts they're given. Too bad there aren't more of them in this movie. I think it's fair. Oh, wow. Like throwing everyone else under the bus. Who, though, who do you think huh? he's throwing That's... under the bus? I'm not, I mean, I didn't click on the full length for the review, but who, who do you think are know, the weakest maybe... elements here? Uh, I mean, I think Ian Summerholder is pretty bad. His first um... uh, film appearance yeah i didn't know yeah, that so you can't really can't really blame him for that like it's his first didn't movie, like him it's... as a pimp a teen pimp that yeah, uh that teen pimp fucks yeah. uh mary steenburgen love it love it yeah it's a great it's a great everybody's sequence. having sex gotta... on that corner that's like a i know that is a hot corner man that is <laughs> she is and i you know i i respect any movie that does this that has a sex scene or a near sex scene and people are actually naked like, not like, oh, I'm going to bring the sheet with me, mm-hmm. or like, oh, I'm wearing, still wearing underwear. Like, Mary Steenburgen just gets up in all her glory her to go get dressed. I don't know, but I was convinced, you know, and I was like, that's good. All right, good like for you, Fox Barry. Fox Mulder, I want to believe. That's <laughs> yes, it's a good butt. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, there there are things in the script that are a little silly to me, like the, the relationship between... Um, uh, Jenna Malone and Hayden Christensen. I like the fact that they're like in the shower together and they're like, are we just friends? Are we like, really, like, come on now. Like- I, uh, <laughs> I hate, you know, and this is, I guess just going to become a theme of, uh, this album that we've recorded this morning. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm like, why, why diversity? Why do female filmmakers make crappy decisions with these like horrible characters? Actually, I think I went so far to say, why do female filmmakers feel the need to defend Hitler? Uh, which is basically <laughs> where I was going with my stupid comp book uh, movie analysis there. But uh, here, I, I, I elbowed. Well, actually, I didn't have to elbow my wife because she also was sort of riveted by the. Uh, 
uh, I guess the balls on the Jim Malone character to jump into the shower with a teenage yeah. boy and then play the I thought we were just friends card because I, I had to pause hey. it. And I'm like, you know, wait a minute. Oftentimes, <laughs> like especially with like the sort of I guess incel community as it's known in modern vernacular, uh, it is just men misreading their own intentions uh, onto right. young right. women or whoever That's whomever they uh, not here. Here I'm like, <laughs> God, okay, this is like the worst possible. Uh, also, have you ever just jumped into the shower with a friend? Like, has that ever like <laughs> anyone I've been in the shower with is someone I've I'm already having sex with. The closest, like that the is... <laughs> closest this would have to be is some sort of locker room scenario where you're in like a right, you're at sure. a gym or something, and you're just like <laughs> right an open concept. There's a lot of there's your, a lot of showers. Your eyes sure. just to yourself, and you're not you know whatever um, blinders. Just keep the even blinders you on. know even in that setting. It's like. Uh, men, you know, I don't know if it's uh, gay panic or just politeness, where they're like, "I'm not going to mislead anyone of my intentions here." Right, like, right. this is all going to make direct eye contact. This is all here. practical. That's fair. Um, but yeah, Jim Malone <laughs> hops in the shower, uh, very flirty. It's it's like I said, going back to American Beauty, uh, there was just screenwriters were just all about these teenage girls just throwing themselves at at men. Uh, there's a, even yeah. a sequence later where she kisses Kevin Klein when he's laid out on the bed on uh, painkillers. It's a strange scene. And uh, she scene. wants to compare his abilities to his own son, and they play it as this like kind of cute thing. But uh, you know, in our yeah. in our times now, I, I don't think in 2001 I probably felt like oh this is controversial because it just felt like uh, like oh there's the girl next door just like doing her sort of whimsical things, and and thank God it doesn't go any further. But yeah, right. when um, and then she she doesn't make the accusation, but she tries to play the card that she just thought uh, Hayden Christensen's character was gay, so it was like no big deal; they could just be friends together. And he points down to his boner. That that's where I had the biggest issue <laughs> with it. Dave was um, considering how close that they're staying together in the shower. She's probably already being assaulted by his. Right, it's, it's, it's already, already... <laughs> slapping against the leg if they're trying to shuffle right. in this shower together. And it's not a big shower. Not I mean, a big it's... shower. So I'm like, you come on, don't don't stop playing so fucking dumb, Jenna Malone. Like Jesus. Could have been worse, Dave. I read that uh, actually the best audition they had for this character was a young Lindsay Lohan, who would have been 14 at the time Ooh. of this. And um, they don't like that. decided, uh, can't do that. Can't go there, even though right. they said she, she just gave the best reading of it, which, you know. Sure. Sure. Jenna Malone kind of had a history in the early 2000s of, like, these type of characters, didn't she like I Donnie Darko, right? Donnie Darko uh, saved uh, where she, yep. um, oh, yeah, that's she right. actually uh -huh. tries to turn her gay boyfriend for, for God by having <laughs> sex with him. Um, yeah. Uh, she's, she was a popular fantasy of filmmakers at that time yeah. period. And you know, like this has a bit like a sex bit in it that I hate in any movie. This idea of like the inexperienced boy who like, either comes in his pants or in the shower through a kiss. I'm like, that's not, it's not going to happen. Like that. <laughs> so you, uh, you actually were siding with my wife who said, yeah, that's, I know what they're doing. They're doing the gag here. Like he's like someone fainting it's or horrible. something. I actually horrible. said, yeah, it'll happen. And I don't know what that says about me. No. Here's why. Yeah, Here's that's... why. <laughs> How long is he standing there with a hard on? Like, <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't, has it been the entirety of the shower? And how long has she just been jabbering away, ignoring? Well, is she not noticing? Slapping like, her in the thigh as they reach for you know, the conditioner. And I'm thinking, 
you know, I'm giving I'm giving little Anakin the the benefit of the doubt that it had been I mean, maybe building for some time. Anakin if she hasn't noticed this whole yeah, time. Yeah, that's the other thing. So maybe I'm not giving <laughs> the benefit of the doubt. I don't know what's going on here. I do know that uh, on IMDb, if you just scroll down, at least on my tab, so I don't know if this is directed at me, uh, the first <laughs> photo and video, uh, I'm assuming is a trailer. You can click play on the one video. The second photo is Mary Steenburgen's butt or stump butt. Nice. Really? For this movie? This is, IMDb is <laughs> yeah. going with that? Here's the thing. I I did just click on it. Just like you, I forgot how much sex of this movie. This movie literally starts with autoerotic asphy- asphyxiation. Yeah. Like, like he ties himself to his closet and is jacking off. That's how you're introduced to this character. And then, of course, they make it a they get a funny bit. The the thing falls yeah. on him. He's the English like, patient oh, runs in yeah. and is like disgusted <laughs> yes. again. Yes, like oh god, my son and his sexual proclivities. I can't, I can't stand him. Get him out of my house. I was asked during this movie <laughs> if I found Kristen Scott Thomas attractive, and I didn't know how to answer mm. that. You. What do you mean you didn't know how to answer it? I mean, it's a yes or no question. I, I didn't get what? asked that during the nude scene with another, you know, older woman, uh, older than than us. Mm-hmm. Um, so why was I being asked that with her? Because you know she's. So you felt like you were being judged based on your answer. You're like, there's a right answer here. To yeah, my life. yeah. <laughs> it's, and okay. she's never expressed. I, I don't even think that's an actor we've ever discussed before. Uh, I said yes. I said, yeah, she is. Hmm. Um, I don't think she's given the best role here. It's actually kind of no. kind of thankless. Um, Very thankless. But yes. yeah, there is a, there is a chemistry with her and Kevin Klein that oh, I feel yeah, like. They got it. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I read that the apparently that wasn't even a part of the script. Oh really? And so they kind of altered it to like explore their reconciliation as a romantic right. pair, just because they saw what they were getting in the dailies that Klein and Thomas. It's like, oh, there's a. There's going to be questions from the audience as far as like when are they going to, and I guess they had to like throw mm. that back into the mix. And I, 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 I can feel it. I can I can see there's like a natural uh, comfort between the two that feel like people that have a, you know, decades of history together, you know, good and bad. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. I like that reconciliation. I like that that was there. Um, uh, just to play hot or not for a second, I don't think she's ever been more attractive than in four weddings and a funeral. That's. That's the person uh, that's got time. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Because she's like mean and yeah, it's good. Good times. Uh, also in the interspace, very attractive Not woman. only God forgive. why that was a hard question. Go with the, the mother. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's another good one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I'm glad we have decided that she is attractive enough to be on our screens. You're welcome, Kristen Thomas. Yeah, he, he needed that affirmation uh, from this. I mean, there's a lot more nudity from Kevin Klein than anyone else in this movie, as he's you know dying of cancer, so we can see that he's wasting away yeah. uh, in this movie. Yeah, start off with a gag though, with him taking his dick out and waving at the ocean, and <laughs> Je- Jenna Malone like leaning out the window to see if she can, <laughs> I guess, compare amongst the father and I son. Also- <laughs> I also do really like caustic Kevin Klein. Like, I think that's that's where he's at his best. Like, the sequence between him and Mary Steenburgen in uh, the very beginning. Like, exactly how far out of your window did you have to lean to look at my dick? Like, how – like, it's great. And the whole bit with his dog, who he's apparently trained to just piss all over his neighbor's stuff. That's really good, too. Like, I, I enjoy all the early Kevin Klein stuff in this movie. And, and I think Kevin Klein is a really gifted actor because he can do that, but also the – 
the heartfelt sequences with Hayden Christensen, I think, really work. And I think it works because of both of them. Uh, but Kevin Klein, I mean, he's one of my favorites for a reason. I think he's, like, weirdly undervalued because he's mainly a comedic actor. Because our culture of cinema going thinks that, like, comedy is bullshit and we don't have to pay attention to it. But he's he's really good here. Like, I, And I think that review is... It's probably correct. I don't think this is a great script. I think it is over the top and very heartwarming to a fault. Um, but I think the actors that they cast, I wouldn't agree that like he's like the only one who carries it and that like everyone else is bad. I actually don't think there's a lot of bad performances in here. I like Jenna Malone. I like Steenbergen. I like Scott Bakula in a small small role here. It was nice to see him as like the neighborhood cop. Like I think it's actually a very well performed movie. So we're just picking on the young pimp. Teen pimp here. That's all we're. Well, he he went on to suck in many other things, so I feel pretty comfortable. Uh, it's not very good in Lost. He's not very good in the Vampire Diaries. He's just Rules of Attraction. Do you like him there? Uh, I don't like most of that movie, to be honest really? with you. Like, yeah, I see, yeah. I see you as a it, young James Vanderbeek in your early. Days. I mean, I do too. <laughs> I, I mean, always. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> of all people to, to claim it. Yeah, yes. that's me. Yeah, the tall, blonde-built <laughs> James Vanderbeek. That's me. Yes, obviously. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our episode on Life as a House. I don't know how we ended up on Dawson, but uh, why not? Yeah, I, I not? am thinking, good end. thinking that I, uh, I want to program uh, Las Vegas with you. Have you seen that? Who's in that? Uh, Michael Douglas, Morgan Freeman, De Niro, and Kevin Klein uh, is like the oh, you know what I have senior citizen have like hangover. Yeah, which, you know, uh, right. If this it's like Wild Hogs, but in Vegas. Yeah, but it has, <laughs> I checked, and this doesn't surprise me. Forty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, that would be okay. nice. We could get some more Klein in here. And All right. I remember Excellent. swiping my movie pass card to see it, and I've forgotten most of it, but I remember it being mostly pleasant. I think there are a lot of dick nice. gags in that. Sign me up. Let's go. There's, there's a better ending than Dawson. If you don't like where this is going, look away, look away. You're not in my way, you're in my path. Look at that. All of my emotions are the same. What a laugh. Cover your tattoo. Something she can do. But you can't erase mistakes. It's on your skin, it's in your blood, it's on your face. All of my excuses sound the same, sound the same. I can't shut my mouth.